Call the Rogers TV viewer response line, email us, or connect with us on social media. that don't know what Giovanni and me and Rogers TV is? Are you... When did they get out of their coma? I'm on TV, not the face! This show is about regular people getting their chance of 15 minutes of fame right here on Rogers TV. I go out there, I interview interesting people, where they live, where they work, where they play. It's beautiful. You know what I'm talking about? This is going to make some memories with this. Anyway, that's, that's what the show is about, basically, in a nutshell. Marijuana is the most common drug found among teen driving fatalities in Canada. Hey, Em, gotta go. I love you. Bye. Bye, sweetheart. In a car with a high driver, and over half the drivers in. The feeling in my fingertips. Emily, yeah, my these words are ready to leave my lips. It's hard to talk about the dangers of driving high. We can help at thecallthatcomesafter.com. This is Rogers TV. Welcome to another episode of Think Millennial. I'm Ben Strasser. I'm Matt. And we've got a great show lined up for you today. Um, we've got uh, a handful of guests, which uh, we're really excited about. Um, so today we're joined by Jay Lesky of Pay It Forward Realty and Steve Dostal from The Mortgage Warrior. Um, so we're very excited to have you guys here. Um, and before we get started, Jay, you wanted to, uh, to share a message? Well, yeah, definitely, obvious, for obvious reasons, uh, we're wearing uh, Charm I Believe shirts uh, for the Humboldt Broncos. Um, you know, horrible, horrible news, and you guys, everyone knows it right across, you know, Canada, if not the world. Um, the donations that are coming across are helping some of these families, but, you know, growing up, you know, riding the bus in junior hockey, me and you both did that, you know, and, and uh, yeah, like, we just want to uh, let you guys know we're all thinking of you, and uh, it's horrible, horrible thing to go through. So, they were doing National Jersey Day today, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, the start of the playoffs reliefs, yeah, which is amazing. Yeah, here we are. Go. Yeah, go Leafs go! <laughs> and uh, you know, we're business on the outside, but we're we're party <laughs> we're party on the inside. Don't so, back you on the so yeah, so I'm not allowed to rip the buttons off because uh, I might have an angry mother-in-law. But uh, here we are. It's happening. Happening. There it is. Yeah, game so. on. <laughs> it, it, it will come off. Thank yeah. Help me out. You're almost there. Help me out. <laughs> okay. Truth's off. Truth's off. I was really hoping all for right. a full on right. I, I couldn't <laughs> do that. I can't believe you fit all that underneath. I did. I did. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do that. No. And I actually, I promise that's all that's coming off. Yeah. And uh, okay. yeah, so here we are. Thanks for having us. Yeah. It's amazing. Excited. Appreciate being here. And thank all you right. for sharing that too. For sure. Um, yeah, that was something it's really it's cool to see all the whole country come around and have the sticks out on the front porch and have the jerseys on today just driving down the street you see everybody walking up and down the streets and anywhere you go people are wearing their jerseys it's it's really cool to see yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. amazing yeah mm -hmm. like in real estate I'm out showing a lot of homes and I'm walking up to these homes I'm seeing sticks out there and you know it, it brings you back to you know the horrible tragedy mm -hmm. and but I think it's it, it's really really cool what the sports world is doing and uh, it was a gentleman I listened to coach's corner you know he, he wasn't even a big hockey player he stuck it out there uh, the stick and said you know in case the boys wanted to play tonight mm -hmm. leaving the stick and you know what it's it's touched so many people and it's caught on and uh, it's pretty amazing and seeing all the little kids in school wearing the jerseys like it's, it's you know it's amazing yeah. mm -hmm. I, I love it. I think it's, it's not even uh, just hockey either. It's bringing other sports <clears throat> as well. Yeah. Baseball players, football players, mm -hmm. they all have to do the bus thing too, right? And mm -hmm. that's bringing everybody together. Yeah. Not even just sports, you know, like there's a lot of kids, you know, that ride the bus every day, mm -hmm. you know, so just in school and everything, you know, you think, you know, something like this doesn't happen, you know, and, you know, we're all aware of it. Mm -hmm. It's horrible, but, you know, it, it's amazing to see the type of support that's rallied around you know the the humble Bron Broncos and their, their families and yeah mm -hmm. it's uh, it's inspiring. 
Yeah, I think I saw the GoFundMe <coughs> was almost at $10 million, yeah. too, which is amazing. amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, their goal was four, and they're almost at 10, so. It's amazing. Yeah. It just keeps climbing. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. And everyone knows it worldwide, yeah. which is incredible. Mm -hmm. On so. to, uh, I guess we can go on to other stuff. The Leafs are coming up. Playing Leafs. tonight. Montreal Canadian yeah, is yeah, nowhere to be found. I think Montreal might be golfing now. Montreal? You're going to upset somebody. You got it in my ear already. Yeah, it's, it's uh, Christmas. For it is. <laughs> They're going to be awesome. really, really good at golf. The Senators are out. Mm -hmm. yeah. you, you can't <clears throat> complain about that. When, no. yeah. you know, yep. Much as our Canadian teams, uh, the rivalry is, is huge. It's very yeah. strong. Yeah. It's, yeah. Huge. it's definitely there, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And... Uh, so let's get on with what what you do. You said you're a real estate agent. Yep. So I, I knew that. Yeah, so you might ever, you might know. Yeah. In real estate, uh, it's a lot of fun. We uh, we run a team called the Pay Afford Realty Team, which you yeah, they're pr all right. you pr proudly support on your laptop there. Uh, yeah. It's 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 a lot of fun. Um, we get to work with uh, people's biggest investment mm -hmm. in their in their life and be trusted with that. So it's uh, it's a lot to take on. But you know we. Uh, we want to be the difference in every transaction that we're involved in, and uh, you know, it's it's very humbling being trusted with someone's, you know, biggest asset in their life. Mm -hmm. You know, so we take it really serious, and we have a great team that supports them. So it's all not right. so they're, they're, they're all right. Yeah. So it's a it's a little different. We we run a team, but it's not like a traditional team that you know um, where a lead or someone comes in and. You know, they're, they're, they're put with one person or another person. Uh, we have five team members right now. We're, we currently sit with five people. And um, rather than two eyes on one piece of business, we have ten where uh, it goes through. It goes through to uh, maybe if a lead comes in for a buyer, they would uh, first start with um, an admin where then it, it's filtered off to <clears throat> going through with the buyer where we get their information and then we hand it off to a buyer agent buyer agent is working with them and uh, helping them to you know do the property and then if they have to sell um, if there's a position where they have to sell their property as well then it's handed over to the listing agent and the listing agent has um, access to um, you know like a prospector like where someone would call around their property and it's it's a lot that goes into it so there's a lot of moving parts and rather than just having one realtor work on it you know we have a whole team working on it you know so it's everyone's taking little parts of the business and uh, trying to make it better. And that's really what we've been doing too <clears throat> is we've been supporting each other. If one person's busy, one person isn't, you yeah. you get on the phone or you comb through the database. Does this home okay for this this buyer or for this person that's looking to sell? You can match these people together. We're sending properties for sure. all the time to these people. Yeah, for sure. You, you know, you, you really got to know the market. There's a lot to know. And for one, we, we, got, we actually have pretty amazing realtors in, in this town and for one realtor to take on the duties uh, all the duties of what is needed to win in this marketplace it's it's tough it's challenging so just like a hockey team you know it's we work together you know it, it's important you know Connor uh, you know, Connor uh, McDavid, best hockey player in the world right now. Mm -hmm. And he's not playing, is he? No. <laughs> you know? So, you know, it's important that we play off our strengths. And you know what? Like, I've, um, I, it's, it's so important to do that. And that's how we are the difference in some of these, um, these uh, situations that we, we get into in the marketplace. Mm -hmm. So. It's been, uh, it's been a real good time and going through the renovations of the, the office has been fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, it's been uh, great though. I, I I live right down from the office. Mm -hmm. I can just walk. It takes me two minutes to walk down to the office. Does it look a lot better than it was when I? No, not at all. No, with that we're gonna have to we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, but we'll be right back uh, after these uh, these commercials. Place TV. Enjoy exclusive content for free. Visit RogersAnyPlaceTV.com. Local entrepreneurs share their stories of success and challenges in small business. Or even if I need more of a virtual kind of presence. 
The Small Business Show on Rogers TV. We're supposed to be at City Hall. We're gonna build it right here. Oh uh, yeah, sure. And give wetsuits to all the visitors? <laughs> no, on the water. Hey, come on, we're talking about building something the size of 64 city blocks. And there's no land left in Montreal. So, get serious. Listen, we'll build islands. How? Dig up Montreal? <laughs> <laughs> They're digging a subway, remember? You take it from there, and you put it here. Twelve months and 25 million tons of fill later, St. Helens Island was reshaped and Ile Notre Dame was created. Come on, we don't want to keep Mayor Drapa waiting, do we? Montreal's Expo 67. It would prove to be the most successful World's Fair of the 20th century. Welcome back to Think Millennial. I'm Ben. I'm Matt. And uh, we're going to continue. <laughs> yeah, I know. We've got to figure something out there. Well, we gotta, yeah, we'll figure something out. We'll work on it. Yeah, yeah, we'll work okay. on it. What if you guys uh, introduce yourselves? That would be cool. That yeah. was a pretty good idea. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Look at this guy. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Before <Guys> the <laughs> um, so we're joined by Jay Lesky and Steve Dostal. Thanks again for being here, guys. Absolutely. Um, and, uh, before we were talking about how you have like your team yep. but then also like you have partners that you work with as well yeah um, as far as and you well, have one yeah it, it, it's basically networking what I like to do I love networking I think uh, networking knowing um, you know who's good at what they do it's very very important and especially in the real estate market you know sometimes uh, we get a call from a, cus a customer that uh, wants this house and they don't want to lose on it regardless and that's you know the main reason what made that buying decision why they want to sell their house in the first place and move so sometimes you you're, you're working on one person's only wish mm -hmm. and you know so we want to make sure that they're set up for the most success and we want to make sure they're pre-approved which is huge yes. and that brings me over to Steve mm -hmm. over here you know you gotta make sure they're in good hands and uh, we're gonna set them up with, for success they're prepared and we want to make sure they're educated. That's mm -hmm. that's huge. And go on, Steve. Like, uh, what is that process like to get pre-approved? Well, I think <clears> one <throat> of the toughest things for people is just to make that phone call to find out what they're approved for. Yeah. Right. So you know, working with realtors like Jay, you know, it's very important to you know give me a call, like any well, mortgage broker or banker, whoever you're working with, to to make sure that you know what your cap is for what you can afford. Right, and then what you know, there's a whole bunch of steps involved with that. You know, like what you do for a living, right? The income that you make, your credit rating, right? All that stuff determines how much money you're going to be able to have to put down for that mortgage, right? With all the new mortgage rules that have come in, it's made it a lot harder for people to be able to qualify yeah. for a mortgage. Definitely. And, you know, um, nobody wants to go out and look at homes, and then all of a sudden you're like, well, yeah, you know what? I, I really don't qualify for it. So. The best plan of action is to you know go to themortgagewarrior.com, fill out the online app, or give us a quick sure. call, and let's see what you can qualify for. Because you know if you're in the market for a home, you know Jay's team right will help you find that house. But without the financing backing that, looking for a home just isn't going to work. Mm -hmm. So you, you need you need to be educated. You need to know what where you stand. Yeah. So you've noticed a big dip in how how many mortgages are now being approved. Yeah, Since absolutely. January. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, I have you know access to you know 50 different lenders, so you know I have a couple banks I can deal with. But if you follow the cracks of the banks, I mean, even the trust companies, the credit unions, and all that stuff, it's becoming tougher. But as long as you keep your credit good and your income's well, right, and don't go out and buy that you know big truck or or you know like a foreign car with like the $800 a month payment on it, mm -hmm. right? I mean, if you want to buy a house, I don't. Sell my truck. <laughs> don't don't go buy don't go buy these big vehicles, yeah. right? Big payment vehicles because an eight hundred dollar 
a month payment on a, on a, on a truck or a car, it's like you know, owning a $200,000 house. Mm -hmm. So why would you go out and do that, Very right? True. So, you know, <coughs> get pre-approved, right? Like I said, go to the website, mortgagewarrior.com, fill out the online app, it comes to me instantly, and then that from there, I can say, hey, Jay, this is a, a viable lead for you to go out and show these clients, like, hey, their limit's like 375 or 400 or whatever the number may be, but at least you know where you stand. So then when you're going out looking at that house, you can say, this is what I want. Because, you know, Jay does a good job of letting his clients know exactly, you know, where they stand and what kind of property they want, and you guys work with them, right? That, to, that, yeah. That's the job of the realtor and then the job of the mortgage guy. It's, it's very important that the left hand knows what the right hand is doing in real estate. So we are, in a sense, yeah. partners because I need to know what they can afford. I don't want to put them in something they can't afford. Like, that's, mm -hmm. that's not what it, I'm about. You know, I want to make sure that they can afford the house that they're going into. And I want to give them the best opportunity that they can have going in, especially into a very busy market that we're starting to go into. Right. You know, um, <clears throat> the market um, last couple weeks, it was more of a more of a sellers sellers market, but over Easter and with some of the weather, you know, dipping again, you know, people are kind of dried up again. So you know, like now we're seeing a more stable market, but as the weather starts to turn again, you're going to see more, you know, more and more properties for sale and more and more buyers starting to come out. And mm -hmm. sometimes it takes a little bit of good weather for that to happen. So mm -hmm. we're excited for that. We're going into a very busy in in competitive times. So, you know, getting pre-approved and being set up, that's like one of the that's the first thing you should be doing is getting pre-approved, get lined up with Steve and make sure that you are ready to go and give yourself a chance in the market, you know. Yeah. And well, that, that's <clears throat> like the toughest part is that this market has changed. Like mm -hmm. since the yeah. government put the new rules in, right? Uh, starting January 1st. So, if the contractual rate is 3.19%, you're able to qualify on 3.19 but now you have to qualify at 2% whatever the rate is. So if it's 3.19%, now you get to qualify at 5.19. Mm. So that basically lowers your buying ability by 20%, right, which is huge, yeah. right? So if you wanted to buy that $300,000 house now, well, now you're buying the 275 house, mm -hmm. the 280 house, right? And, and that determines, you know, whether you're gonna buy a West Brant or you can buy an Eagle Place or you're gonna buy an Echo Place. Like, all that comes into a factor now, right? right? It, it wasn't like that, you know, like five short months ago, even three short months ago. Yeah. Was that extra 2%, was that the, the only change or were there other changes uh, that came in in January? Well, the, the main one was that every single mortgage you qualify for, you have to qualify plus 2%. Mm -hmm. That's the major change, you know, right? And then with the rates being, they've went up three times. And then I'm told next week, there's probably gonna be another rate change. Okay. So now, right, with the government implementing these new rules and then a rate's going up basically a point, since these new rules came in, well, it's gonna make it tougher for everybody to, to apply and, and to be able to get a mortgage. Mm -hmm. And that's why knowledge is key. You need, you need to talk to the experts mm -hmm. and find out what you qualify for. Mm -hmm. One of the many benefits that you have I want to touch on, you said you had 50 different lenders that you can go to, right? Mm -hmm. Is that something that every mortgage specialist can do, or, or is that something like you, you don't work for a bank? Well, yeah, I don't work for the bank. I'm self-employed, so I work for Clarity Mortgage. I'm known as a mortgage warrior, but being in, in a brokerage gives me the opportunity to have those 50 different lenders. If you're with the bank and you fall outside of there any stringent guidelines, well then they're just gonna cut you loose mm -hmm. and then the next person in their never ending revolving door is gonna walk in. Yeah. But with us, if you come to us and you don't qualify today, our goal is to help you qualify in the future. Mm -hmm. We don't just cut you loose and say, oh, nice. well, we can't help you out. We're here to make sure. So Jay refers me one of his clients and they listen, you don't qualify right here right now, but within six months, this is what you can qualify for if you follow these, you know, steps. You're going to check what to do to get yeah. there. We're going to have to continue that thought right after uh, this break. Thanks. Amazing. Yeah. All the stories you're talking about and the issues that inspire you, anger you, or maybe even downright frustrate you. Get to the point on Rogers TV. 
full-time moms on a mission to talk about everything parents deal with on a daily basis. Okay, so what do you do when your child has a meltdown? It's Vanessa and Melissa. Most people living with it don't even know they have it. I'm Alex Lifeson. My family, like many of yours, has dealt with the conditions that cause kidney disease. If you have diabetes, high blood pressure, or a family member with kidney disease, you are at risk. If you are overweight or over 50, you are at risk. And certain ethnic groups are also at higher risk. Please talk to your family doctor and have your kidney function checked regularly. Your visit isn't really necessary. I'll judge for myself. I know you're an MP, Miss McPhail, but a woman has never... I am not leaving till I do. civilized. If those appalling conditions don't change, that prison will explode. Perhaps our lone lady member is too fragile to know what is normal in a prison. Is this normal? Her courage would lead to the overhaul of the entire Canadian penal system. Agnes McPhail, Canada's first woman MP. Welcome back to Think Millennial. Um, we're halfway through, or we're almost halfway through the show right now. I'm trying to do something sword. different. You've bought a sword and like, ah, uh, I'm ben. Do, I, Yeah, exactly. I'm Ben. <laughs> I'm, I'm Ben. ben. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we're joined by uh, Jay and Steve. So thanks again for being here, guys. Bet. Um, where did we want to, to go next? I know. Like, I think a few questions that people have are CMHC and down payments. Mm -hmm. What has changed with that? What is CMHC? Well, CMHC is the insurer that protects the lenders. So there's a big misconception that the, it's insurance for the buyer, but what it does, it protects the lender if you default. Mm -hmm. So it's called default insurance. So they've changed it a lot where now your rate is gonna be better if it's insured versus if it was uninsured. So in, in mortgage terms, you're either gonna have an insured mortgage or you're gonna have an uninsured mortgage. And the biggest difference is that I'm doing 2.99% on a five-year fixed insured mortgage, or I'm doing a five-year fixed 3.59 uninsured mortgage. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the government has increased insurance payment, like premiums. So now it's 4% on a 95% loan-to-value mortgage. So if you're putting 5% down, the government's going to charge you 4% to cover the bank's butt. Is it really worth it? Well, yeah, I mean, for the bank, <laughs> right? I mean, so that's where it really comes in. Like, you know, before it used to be 2%, and the government has kept raising that based on risk and the marketability. You know, uh, we could thank Toronto for, you know, and Vancouver for their, you know, extravagant prices that have drawn everybody all the way up to here to Brantford, that our prices have gone up significantly within a two-year period, right? So CMHC is there to protect the lender, not yourself. So if you're putting 5% down, so if you want to buy a $300,000 house that's 15 grand, well, the government's going to charge you 14 for you to buy that house. Wow. Right? And that, that gets added into your mortgage and gets added in with your payment. Right? And so mm -hmm. a lot of people that, that call me always ask, well, why do I have to pay this? Well, because if you don't put down 20% or more, that's the charge that the banks are going to get to make sure that their investment is protected. Mm -hmm. So that's why they call it default insurance. Cover themselves. Now, uh, this might be a question for both of you guys. Inspection on properties. Inspection? Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, I definitely require, like, re I suggest it for sure. This, it's a huge, huge purchase you're making. And um, I, I've, I also have another guy, well, I have multiple people we use, but one particularly, uh, he's absolutely amazing. I walk through with him. Uh, with these inspections, I've learned so much, but I don't have that background like he does to make you know see everything. And mm -hmm. it's really important to protect yourself with that. You know, some people go all in on houses. They don't, you know, they don't know that the roof is only good for so much longer, or the, you know, say that 
you know, that th there's maybe um, a crack in the foundation that they maybe would have overlooked if they didn't have a home inspector. Right. So, you know, if you're not planning for these things, you know, it, it's always good to have a second set of eyes that know what they're doing on it. That's why I always make sure that I'm putting the professionals on it. You know, if someone has mortgage questions for me, I can answer some of them, but I would more, I'd rather send them over to Steve mm -hmm. and say, listen, it's a free phone call. Just give them a quick call. And so just to reiterate on that, I, we, I get a lot of clients that come in that, listen, I don't want to have a home inspection, just financing conditions, mm -hmm. right? Or I want no financing conditions, but with just a home inspection. Yeah. I mean, how I look at it is that, would you rather have two items to protect you from your investment if, if something went wrong versus one or going in with no conditions, which the past year has been crazy wow. where people were going in no conditions and only to find out, you know, that the roof is leaking or the furnace just died because they bought it in the summer yeah. or, you know, there's a lot of things. Yeah. So, I mean, a mutual friend of ours, Action Construction, yeah. right, uh, is, is perfect to have that it's in amazing. there to make sure you're protected. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right, because if if your home inspection fails, that's your out. Yeah. Right, or you can renegotiate. Listen, if it's a minor thing, or whatever, you know, Jay's sure. job is to say, listen, this is what's wrong. Present the offer back to to the seller and say, this exactly. is what was wrong with it. Exactly, right? it's an opportunity that you can take back and just say, listen, you you know, your roof is done. We found some things that you probably yourself didn't even know, no. and there's a, the chance that we can, <clears> you know, <throat> fight for some a little bit more money off, or you know, you could walk away. At least you have the power at that point to decide if you still want to go ahead with the purchase or walk away. Right? Mm -hmm. So, well, it's peace of mm -hmm. mind knowing that 100%. your 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 biggest investment is stable. That mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about if you have a f young family or a family, mm -hmm. and something has gone wrong, and you're like, wow, I wish I would have had that home inspection, right? Because the biggest misconception is in a lot of financing stuff is that you know what you put in a financing condition, you make sure your financing is good, but then all of a sudden if the home inspection goes wrong. Well, that's your other out, mm -hmm. right? Because then you go, like I said, Jay said, you, you're going to renegotiate for a better price because there's things wrong with it, or you move on to the next property. Right, definitely. Does that affect the financing at all if you have an inspection or not? Not really. Uh, I mean, what happens with that is that there's a lot of lenders will look at the MLS listing. So if the MLS listing says, hey, it's a fixer-upper, it's uh, you know perfect for the handyman, yep. right? If, if I send that in to the lender, they're going to want a home inspection or an appraisal. Sometime mm -hmm. age of the property as well, they'll look yeah, at it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's a 100-year-old home. Like, Which is lots in the city. You know? yeah. So mm -hmm. they'll want right. to come in to get a better look. Interesting. So, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for that. Oh, we have some fun questions, too. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Easy ones. Are you guys more of a hunter or a gatherer? Trick question. You want hunter or gatherer? I'm gonna, I'm gonna take about two minutes. I'm gonna go with I'm a gatherer for sure. I'm a hunter. He's like a Viking. Yeah, you're a hunter. My beard, my beard's a little messed up now. A little smaller, but yeah. Yeah, I'm the only one with no face fights here. You know, you guys have got a little head start on the playoff beards. I got excited. Yeah, you're doing it backwards, trimming it down as you get closer. Each series, yeah. That's the Benjamin Button. Yeah. If you could be any animal in the world, what animal would you be and why? Oh goodness. Yeah, this is fun. Um, wow, what would I'd I be? be? A bunny. I would want to. I would definitely want to be some like a hawk or something. I'd like. I'd want to fly around for sure. Yeah. And you know, I think everything looks so much cooler from up there. Well, I just have to be a lion. Just, yeah, just you. Mm, you get the same color hair, right? Yeah, so. Just eat stuff. Just grow out the beard a little <laughs> bit Grow more. the beard a little more. Get the mane yeah. going. Uh, we got uh, forty-five seconds left. So sure. again, uh, Jay. Sorry. One question first. What would your, the name of your autobiography be called? Oh. <laughs> That's going to have to answer that. Um, but anyways, so, Jay, how can people find you? Yeah, just uh, you can go to the website, uh, payitforwardrealty.ca, or you can contact us directly. We're on f um, all social media platforms. Very, very easy to find us. Steve, well, you can find me at the themortgagewarrior.com. Awesome. Just awesome. type that in anywhere. Great. Thank you very much <laughs> for being here, guys. Thanks for having us. Right, Thank you so much. Amazing. Go Leafs, go. Definitely go uh, Leafs, go. the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> crush Boston. And with yeah. that, we're going to be heading to the break. And after this, we'll be joined by Brianna Kerr and Becca McClellan. is a TV show that is meant to inspire. It's a little thicker batter. And I'm here with Sweet Occasions to take the intimidation out of baking and, and really simplify and help people to, you know, get their feet wet. 
I'm not afraid to make a mistake when I'm baking or have flour, you know, proof out of the mixer when I'm baking. Baking is meant to be fun and to be enjoyed. You can hear it, that little voice. The one that's telling you don't. Don't do anything you might regret. This is the new world. You can be whoever you want. Now available free on demand. I'm Constable Daryl Paquette, Police Coordinator for Waterloo Regional Crime Stoppers. Crime Stoppers is looking for your information to help identify and arrest the person responsible for this incident. Waterloo Regional Police are requesting the public's assistance in identifying a suspicious male who is reported to be looking into a private residence on Glamis Road in Cambridge around 10.15 p.m. on February 14, 2018. The suspect is described as a white male between 20 to 30 years old and unshaven. He was dressed in a dark winter jacket with a fur-trimmed hood. Crime Stoppers will pay cash reward for any information leading to an arrest in this incident or any other serious crime. You won't be asked to identify yourself or testify in court. Leave a tip with Crime Stoppers in one of three convenient ways. The toll-free number of 1-800-222-TIPS, a secure anonymous tip online at waterloocrimestoppers.ca, or by mobile phone at p3tips.com. Welcome back to Think Millennial. Uh, we now have, I see, I keep trying, I want to do the introduction every time. We've just gotten in. No. Yeah, they know who we no are now, right? Yeah, right? yeah, okay. Uh, so now we are joined by two lovely ladies. Uh, we have Becca McClellan hey. from Why Not Youth Center, and she also has her little one with. Because yeah. Harvey. Yeah, Harvey. <laughs> we have Harvey. Harvey's here. He grabbed some, he grabbed a remote and a pencil. <laughs> the important He's stuff. Winning. The important stuff, yeah. <laughs> and Brianna Kerr from Big Brothers Big Sisters. Yeah. Um, so welcome back. Thank you. Welcome back. And you've been here. on with some of the other things that we've done too, Becca. Yeah. So that's that's cool. Never with the couch in this spot though. Gotcha. Yeah, so gotcha. this this location's this a first. Yeah. yeah. This is, <laughs> and bringing a baby's the first on millennial. Yeah. Yeah. First baby. Yeah. First baby. We talked about babies, mm -hmm. but this is the first one. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much, uh, both of you, for being here, and Harvey too. Uh, for, for coming he on the show. Me. Yeah, does he? He's staring, he's staring at, at you. He's, he's staring probably down. thinking how goofy you look. <laughs> <laughs> Get him away. Hmm. Um, Becca, do you want to talk a little bit about um, what Why Not Youth uh, Center does and what you're all about? Yes. Um, yeah, so Why Not's a not-for-profit um, organization serving homeless and at-risk teenagers in the area. Yeah. And um, yeah. we have a drop-in program and through that youth become integrated into our community of um, youth and mentors mm -hmm. and that way we're able to use that rapport to connect them with services in the area including food clothes and um, network them with other yeah. organizations as mm -hmm. needed yeah. Yeah, that's, that's amazing too I remember when we first um, we first met I think it was Matt and I. We met with you, and just hearing about how many oh, how many youth are affected by that and utilize the services that you offer. And I'm sure Brianna can touch on that too with the work that she does with Big Brothers Big Sisters, mm -hmm. and just the amount of youth that are looking for um, a safe space to be in, and also positive mentors uh, to have in their life. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know if you want to talk about uh, what Big Brothers Big Sisters does, Brie? Yeah. So uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters of Grand Erie <laughs> is just one of many across Canada. Yeah. Um, but what it is is essentially um, is a child school age um, gets paired with a mentor so big brother or big sister and it's usually um, a child that just needs a little bit of extra support so whether it's um, issues with self-esteem or they just need a positive role model in their life yeah. they get matched with them and they spend you know anywhere from an hour to a couple hours a week either at mm -hmm. school or out in the community yeah yeah and I think that that's that's so important to touch on too because I think a lot of people assume that that's it's such a huge uh, commitment that you're you're having to take on when you do work with big brothers big sisters and you do um, bring um, someone into your life like that that you're gonna go and spend time with but it really doesn't have to it can be as much or as little as you want right 
Yeah, so like within a parameter. So we do ask for a year commitment, but I'm a big sister myself. I see my little sister at her school each week, and it's one hour a week. And one hour is really nothing in the grand scheme of things, right? But that hour she looks forward to, I look forward to, and I've seen the difference in the four years I've been uh, with her. Mm -hmm. And you know, if you're in a community-based, Matt, yeah, four years, she's a teenager now. Wow. <laughs> That's cool to see her to see her grow up like that too. Yeah, yeah, it's really neat. And even some of my, I have mentors on my caseload that have been with their, um, you know, their little brother, little sister for eight or nine years. So they were with them when they were, you know, eight, and now they're seeing them getting their driver's licenses and their first jobs. <laughs> and I can't even imagine that. Like I'm in shock that mine's 13, much less someone having a 16-year-old now as a little brother, right? Yeah. So a lot of cool. It's really neat to see the impact and how a relationship can change over that period. Mm -hmm. That's neat. And I mean, it's something too that, uh, yeah, it's just, it's so cool to see that. And both of you are kind of doing very similar work which is which it's amazing to be helping like mm -hmm. our local youth kind of navigate because growing up especially in like the like what would be the age range of like is it like 8 to 16 or you're a for little us bit it's older 11 to 22 yeah usually it's a pretty mm -hmm. big range for us but mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, we have a pretty massive range. I mean, it depends on our in-school program versus our community-based, but you might see a child kindergarten grade one up to, mm -hmm. depending on how long they're with their brother, big brother, or big sister, they might be in high school. So, yeah. um, I mean, our program caps at 18 because mm -hmm. then they're done high school, but yeah. Yeah. And Becca, you're, you're looking for volunteers too for the, um, for the center, right? Yeah, we're always happy to take on mentorship volunteers because mm -hmm. our mentorship team is really the the heart of um, how our community gets formed. So um, yeah, we, we love having mentorship volunteers. It's usually a really great opportunity for um, post-secondary students and, and recent grads to gain some really practical experience in frontline social service work yeah. too. Mm -hmm. um, we Yeah, a lot of them have gone on to some really cool careers. We've got past volunteers in the RCMP and corrections and teaching. It's, it's awesome rooting yeah. for them. Yeah, volunteers play such a big part. I mean, we have, right now, we're serving 400 youth in our community, so Brantford, Brant County, Haldeman, Norfolk, but we still have 200 kids on our wait list, so wow. we can always use all the volunteers that we mm -hmm. can. Yeah. It's such an important time, like with both of what you guys are doing, to shape the kids at that age. Uh, they're so desperate for help at that time they don't know what's going on they're going through so many changes they need that mm -hmm. mentorship and those friends those big brothers those big sisters to help them through all of that so true there's a great ted talk i don't know if you've maybe seen it but it's um essentially this guy and he talks about growing up in foster care and his big message is that it, all it takes is one positive and caring adult to make a difference in a child's life and how that can just change the whole course for them, right? So if you don't, if you needed a positive person, like we can all think of mentors in our lives growing up that shaped who we are today. Yeah. And so being able to give that to a child is just, mm. I don't even know what value you could put on that because it's just mm. so. And not to forget how much you yourself get changed and how much you learn from helping it's, that It's I could Personally, I could speak <laughs> to that, it's, it's ridiculous because spending that time with youth and I, I think I imagine you could say this too but yeah. it takes you outside of yourself right so yeah. you're there for someone else you're supporting someone else it kind of takes you out of what's going on in your life it's just for me that one hour a week is when I slow down and I'm just spending that time with her mm -hmm. so, and you know I've grown as a person being in that time with her it's amazing. yeah I think volunteer opportunities just really change your whole perspective on everything and then that opportunity to do something that's meaningful like I feel like that's something that our generation tends to really crave too is to just not be caught up in something that's stupid <laughs> we want yeah. to do things yeah. that are going to change something or someone mm -hmm. right. so it's it's just a great starting place <laughs> that's that's how I ended up starting with why not too I was a mentor volunteer in like 2009 yeah you're running the place yeah, it took yeah. a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, though. That's, That's a, cool yeah. to see. But yeah. Again, with a huge team of people who just want to be there. Yeah. And I started as a volunteer with Big Brothers Big Sisters too <laughs> before I started working there. So <laughs> there's a common theme here. Yeah, yeah. yeah for cool. sure. Oh, baby doll. <laughs> okay, and with that, we are going to be heading to break, um, and we will see you right after these messages. It's okay.
Local entrepreneurs share their stories of success and challenges in small business. Or even if I need more of a virtual kind of presence. The Small Business Show on Rogers TV. It's all the stories you're talking about and the issues that inspire you, anger you, or maybe even downright frustrate you. Get to the point on Rogers TV. Bladder cancer. It's the fifth most common cancer in Canada. The most common symptom of bladder cancer is blood in the urine. Please, don't ignore this warning sign. If you see red, see your doctor. For information and support, visit cred.ca. Monsieur de Champlain, when I finish paddling through this wilderness and reach China, I shall greet them wearing this. Monsieur Nicolet, your mission shall be for the honor of the king and the holy faith. In the summer of 1634, Jean Nicolet set off from Quebec to find a trade route that would link Europe and North America with China. But where is it? Further, I know the place you are seeking. For months, Nicolet pushed through the wilderness, searching for the Western Sea. Go, Jean! Mississippi! What did he say? He said, Mississippi, great water. Mississippi, the sea, China. Jean Nicolet was wrong. It was Lake Michigan, not the Pacific. But others would follow his dream, Joliet, La Salle, the Laverandres, and they would map most of North America from the Rockies to the Gulf of Mexico. Welcome back to Think Millennial. Today we're joined by Becca McClellan of Why Not You Center. We also have Lil Harvey here Hello. who's enjoying goldfish. Up, Harvey? <laughs> I could go for some goldfish too. And we're also joined by Brianna Kerr of Big Brothers Big Sisters. And thank you very much for, for you guys coming in and, and spending some time with us and sharing all of the awesome things that you're doing for the youth of Brantford and Brant County. Oh, it's good to be mm -hmm. here. <laughs> uh, Becca, do you want to share some of the ongoing initiatives that Why Not has going on? Yeah, like right now we're um, really focused on youth well-being. There's two pieces. One of them's mental health. Um, it's been a huge focus for youth across the country. Mm -hmm. um, but right now we're working really hard on prevention and response. So sometimes we're, well, f very frequently, a few times a week, we're coming across youth who are just at their wits end and we're, we're helping them in major suicide prevention steps mm -hmm. and connecting them to long-term help in the community. But um, on the prevention side of things, we were talking a little bit earlier about the power of having good relationships mm -hmm. and so much just comes down to basic needs. Oh. And mm -hmm. the kids who attend our center usually have instability in housing, in food security, oh. and in relationships. So and we can just help with whatever we can it goes a long way like it can really be the difference between life and death and so that's that's been pretty huge for us yeah. um, just just working hard we want to keep these kids alive we haven't lost a youth since 2009 and I want to wow. keep it that way yeah. like that's let's amazing. not yeah. let's not make anything change in that mm -hmm. yeah. and what are the hours and days of the shelters open it's Monday to Thursday 5 until 9 I'm hoping that someday soon it'll be seven days, yes. even longer. And when yeah. someone hands me a check for $5 million, I'm going to make this awesome facility and it's going to combine a drop-in center and resources and all sorts of beds and transitional housing all in one. It's going to be great. But no one's handed me that check just yet. So yeah. she is waiting. Hurry up. <laughs> if you win the lottery. <laughs> yep, that'll do it. <laughs> That's awesome, Becca. I love the vision. And that, I mean, it is. It's important. It, again, it's important work that you guys are both doing and it's just it's incredible and I had no idea like how many youth would you say are in Brantford that utilize um, the center goodness in a in a given month we probably see around 200 individual faces but a lot of them will come in almost every night that we're open yeah. wow. um, or at least like half the time so we see up to a hundred kids in a night um, mm -hmm. on our busiest nights but yeah, it's not a huge place <laughs> no oh we use every inch of that yeah. place it's a it's an old century home and yeah. it's definitely been retrofitted for our yeah. purposes the night we were there and you guys were doing the the meals and everything it was like 
a very controlled uh, chaos where just like everybody's running yeah. by and yelling, screaming. Yeah, Everything was very organized. Yeah. I, I volunteered at a youth shelter in 2012 in Kitchener mm -hmm. and it was just, you, you can plan all you want, but it's never going to be the same night twice. Oh yeah, you mm -hmm. can't no. predict a thing. No, you really can't. <laughs> Hey, Brianna, do you, uh, what kind of ongoing initiatives um, uh, does Big Brothers Big Sisters have going on, or is there anything that you'd like to, to yeah, share? Yeah, so I just, um, you know, I kind of wanted to piggyback off where she was talking about how you guys are addressing kind of mental health and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, some of the things Big Brothers Big Sisters of Grand Erie is doing is kind of addressing the needs of the youth in our community right now. So a lot of new programs have happened in the past year. For one is that we... Um, have started trying to do some groups and some mentoring specific to people that are newcomers to mm. um, our area. So we've you know successfully run a couple groups now around that. So pairing people again um, that are newcomers with some mentors that can kind of help with that. Um, we're currently working on an allies one for the LGBTQ community. Cool. And then we also have our circle program which um, works more with the kids that um, are considered at risk. So maybe they're coming from a background of poverty or um, you know they come from backgrounds where substance use is the norm, those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. So it's just taking those more so different special needs of youth and really um, working towards that and having uh, mentors that are more trained in those areas. Nice. So just really serving more of what we're seeing around in our community. Mm -hmm. So how could, if somebody would like to get involved um, with Big Brothers Big Sisters, what are the, what are the steps they take? Um, so they can either call our office, email, go to our website, uh, bigdifference.ca, and uh, they would fill out a little form just to inquire, and then we get in touch with them, and yeah. we go through the steps. There is a little bit of a piece to it, because you are working with youth, so we yeah. do, you know, there's an interview, there's an application, there's police check, references, um, but I promise once you get through all that, there, the reward is, is there. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And Becca, for you, how do people get involved with uh, Why Not? Yeah, any kind of contact is fine. Today I had someone um, try to get involved by, via text. Um, our yeah. Facebook page and our website are both um, options there. And there's, yeah. um, it's actually a pretty brief screening process for us, and our training is mostly on site. Mm -hmm. So um, it, it's pretty straightforward, but we. Yeah, it's it's so worth it. Yeah. It's so worth it to volunteer yeah. with any organization that gets your heart going. Like I feel like that has to be an integral piece. Yeah, yeah once you're passionate, and then you know, you think you're gonna commit for a year, and here you are four years later. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that was me. I'm like oh, I could commit a year. And but you know, I've had my volunteer placements before personally, where I, after my time was done. I was done. Yes. <laughs> it was time yeah. to move on to something. Yeah. That but that's where I think the piece comes in that you're about. passionate about, right? Yeah. And it's those relationships you build mm -hmm. with the youth you're working with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now we've got two minutes before we head to break. Uh, was there anything that either of you wanted to to share before we got we got in in two minutes? Is there anything that either of you could share? We still got another segment after. But um, do you have anything? I know <laughs> that you're not just looking for. Big Brothers and Big Sisters, you guys are also looking for another board of directors? Yeah, we're currently recruiting for nice. some more um, members for our board, so we do need a couple. So again, that's just calling the office and uh, probably connecting with Miles, our chief executive officer, to find out about Ouch, those opportunities. Yeah. And we have events coming up to our uh, golf January 15th. If you want to get involved again, it's the same process. Go through our website or give us a call. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Nice, and then we've got the Garden Earl Hay Garden opening oh, on so June 3rd, which yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about that too. The mm -hmm. second season of it should should go a lot smoother this year. Yeah, yeah, a lot less so. learning involved yeah. and a lot yeah. less hauling dirt so around. So that's really oh. exciting. Millennial Network Group, Equal Grounds Community Garden, and Big Brothers Big Sisters yeah. are partnering to yeah. have this great nice. barbecue, great garden day, and hopefully we get some kids matched. Yeah, exactly. No, that's and that's cool. I'm I'm really excited to see that happen and just to just to really get that message out there that it's not a, a huge commitment to do that. Absolutely. Um, that it is it can be just an hour a week mm -hmm. um, with your little brother or little sister. And the same thing too, something that you had mentioned before and we're, I'm trying to get down to the commercial break now, but it doesn't necessarily have to be a big brother paired with a little brother. No. It can be a big brother with a little sister or a big sister with a little brother. It doesn't we have to have be We even have big couples, so if you and your partner wanted to be a big to mm -hmm. a child, you can do it together. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's cool. amazing. Yeah. And so, oh. yes, yeah, that's neat. So, I mean, there's lots of options, and there's both are very cool opportunities to get involved with. Mm -hmm. And I believe next week is Volunteer Week. Yes, yes. April And with that, we're going to be heading to break, but right <laughs> after these messages, yeah, we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs>
Why? There's people out there that, that don't know what Giovanni and me and Rogers TV is. Are you? When did they get out of their coma? I'm on TV, not the face. This show is about regular people getting their chance of 15 minutes of fame right here on Rogers TV. I go out there, I interview interesting people, where they live, where they work, where they play. It's beautiful. You know what I'm talking about? This is going to make some memories with this. Anyway, that's, that's what the show is about, basically, in a nutshell. I believe I've been contacted by the Mercedes killer. In the underworld, to be the king, you need to kill the king. You can either help us take them down or go to prison. You with me? No. Daryl Paquette, police coordinator for Waterloo Regional Crime Stoppers. Crime Stoppers is looking for your information to help identify and arrest the person responsible for this incident. Waterloo Regional Police are requesting the public's assistance in identifying a suspicious male who is reported to be looking into a private residence on Glamis Road in Cambridge around 10.15 p.m. on February 14, 2018. The suspect is described as a white male between 20 to 30 years old and unshaven. He was dressed in a dark winter jacket with a fur-trimmed hood. Crime Stoppers will pay cash reward for any information leading to an arrest in this incident or any other serious crime. You won't be asked to identify yourself or testify in court. Leave a tip with Crime Stoppers in one of three convenient ways. The toll-free number of 1-800-222-TIPS, a secure anonymous tip online at waterloocrimestoppers.ca, or by mobile phone at p3tips.com. Welcome back. Uh, we're enjoying goldfish and kielbasa. This is probably my favorite show ever. Snacks have been brought on set. Thank but you he's very not much, sharing. Harvey. Yeah, you all. <laughs> we're gonna be hogger. Harvey hogger. But before we went to the break, we started talking about the next week is uh, National Volunteers Week. Yeah. So yeah. April fifteenth to the twenty-first, it's uh, Canada wide just to recognize volunteers and all the work they do. Um, without volunteers, pro uh, any nonprofit organization wouldn't be able to do three-quarters of the work that they do yeah. so I know for sure I can say thank you and we're so 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 grateful to have them because they're the ones that make the world go round yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah you know definitely and that's something too like a lot of almost everything that we've we've done with the millennial group has been volunteering through everybody helping just kind of move the group forward and mm -hmm. just continue to to grow it and get involved in all the initiatives that we put forward and yeah. all of our members bringing cool initiatives to us and mm -hmm. it's it's a lot of fun yeah you really can tell who's putting their heart into things when they volunteer right mm -hmm. that's when you know their passion's really there yeah definitely yeah. Um, and I know we wanted to talk about a little bit about child care and so like accessible child care um, so did you want to start us on that Becca oh my goodness do you have a question <laughs> oh, well just like child care in general no, um, what are some of the and go yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe what are some of the uh, the barriers they're involved um, with finding childcare, and I know that's probably actually I won't say anything. I will let you go from <laughs> that before I start taking. When you start yeah. bringing babies yeah. on the TV shows. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, like that's the thing. Okay, for me, I really, really like spending time with my kids. Mm -hmm. um, I, th I think, I think that's just a piece of kind of current, like contemporary parenting too. Everyone just really. Yeah is investing in their kids a lot like we want them to be fine but sometimes it means that finding someone else to take care of your kid who doesn't know your kid like you do is really intimidating yeah. i hate it i hate having babysitters mm -hmm. for my kids and um right now like i went to I, I finished my maternity leave when harvey was 10 months old and so i had to go to work and find a daycare spot for him when he was an infant still and i put my name down for at least 10 daycare centers and five months later I have only gotten a call from one, wow. and that's the one he's at yeah. by matter of illumination. But it's the spots are really, really competitive for infants. Like some people are signing their kids up on the waiting lists at two, three months old, sometimes even pre-birth. It, it's it's a little wow. bit ridiculous. Yeah. To not have that choice about where who's going to take care of your kid, mm -hmm. and that's that's even outside of accessibility around costs. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's even just finding a spot, finding mm -hmm. a babysitter who you can trust. So why is that a problem? Why hasn't that been fixed? 
Um, part of it comes down to safety regulations that have been set up by the government around ratios, and so it's not economically awesome to have a, to have babies at your daycare. Um, gotcha. it's, it's just yeah. not a good deal. You need yeah. a higher staff to kid ratio, and so um, I think that's a really big barrier. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, there's just not a ton of daycares. Like even one of the one of the big ones in town just closed um, for reasons I'm not in the loop on, but. Um, that also increases yeah. <laughs> the competition. Mm -hmm. And with the housing boom, like there's a huge surge of renters who came here. Like this is a really, really good looking family community. Yeah. And so um, there's more than just born and raised Brantford people vying for these spots mm -hmm. now. It's, yeah. there's a lot. Mm. Yeah. And what would uh, like the standard daycare cost? It can really range. Mm -hmm. Like. I'm able to, sk I, I skim by pretty creatively because I work part-time and can do most of it from home. So like Harvey, for example, is in daycare two mornings a week and I pay $50 a week, mm -hmm. but for two mornings, whereas it can go up to thousands of dollars a month depending on how many hours you need your kid in and their age. Most and people it, feel like they're just working to keep their child in daycare. Yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. And if yeah. you if you have like twins or something, just it's honestly sometimes not even worth it. Mm -hmm. I don't know any twin moms who have their kids in daycare. Yeah. It's just not economically smart. Like why would you yeah. at that point? If you're gonna work just to pay for daycare, you might as well just take the income cut and mm -hmm. take care of them and try to earn some side income. Yeah, and I think like a lot of it, like already the standard is, is that both um, both parents need to be in the workforce working to be able to cover all of the bills mm -hmm. and to be able to live the life that they want to live. And sometimes it's not even the life they want to live that both of those jobs equal out to. Um, so now you would have to make that decision as to whether or not you're going to put your kids into daycare so that you can go off and work. But then if it's that expensive... You why, have to do the math. Like, yeah, yeah. And sometimes that math isn't in your favor unless you're working in a position where you need to put in your time mm -hmm. for that, to, like your dues, in order to really progress later. He's like, I have no kibasa, mm. fix problem. But yeah, I brought Harvey today because yeah. it was tricky. Like, I don't have daycare set up for him this mm -hmm. time of day. And I really thought it would be fun to have him anyway. It's a little yeah. tricky feeding him while talking. Yeah. Well, he's, he's being awesome. <laughs> he is more yeah. awesome than usual. Normally yeah. he's a little busy. <laughs> <laughs> I calm down around Kabasa too. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, especially the stuff like in the farmer's the market. Day blues, you're just like, ugh, long <laughs> <laughs> <Home> time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But there are some really great daycares in the city. Like I don't yeah. want to, I don't want to bash any of them because I, I think that um, early childhood um, mm -hmm. care providers do a really good job. Yeah. Um, just, yeah, just for parents, job. it's tricky. It's yeah. really tricky. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so a, a lot of the moms that I know either went back full time and they're and they're taking the cut, or they opted not to and mm -hmm. are doing all sorts of interesting from home businesses. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to find like that's back to something that we talk about a lot is like that having that work life balance yeah. and being able to to juggle everything that you have going on in your life. Like I don't know I don't know if you guys want to speak to what that means to you, like what work life balance means to you, Bree or Becca? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what that is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's a yeah. social life yeah. and work or sleep. You can't have three. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's two. <laughs> most, two. Yeah. Like my social life is almost exclusively child rearing and then work and yeah. some sleep. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think there's also tricky. besides the work balance. Like yes, I can turn my computer off when I go go home at four thirty, but also just some of the stuff you're taking home with you, right? Like you know the kids you've talked to, some of the stories you've heard, like sometimes whether you shut off your computer and go to your physical home and you're shutting down that way, you still take your work home with you, right? Mm -hmm. Or you think yeah. about what else you could have done that day. Right. And that's like that, it's the quieting the mind, I think is the yeah. worst part about the work-life balance. Mm -hmm. Especially when you really care about it and you're mulling over these new ideas and how can I implement this new thing? And Yeah, and that ties into the vision yeah. that you have, right? And yeah. figuring out where you want to go, both of you with what, how you want to shape Go moving forward, and um, we're being prompted to kind of wrap it up now. So, Becca, um, why not Youth Center? Mm -hmm. um, and they can find you on Facebook, right? Yes. And then Brianna, also Big Brothers Big Sisters, yeah. can be found on Facebook yep. or online. Yep. Bigdifference.com. Yeah. Bigdifference.ca. We're Big Brothers Big Sisters of Grandiri on Facebook. Awesome. Great. <laughs> and thank you both very much for being here. And Harvey too. You are very well behaved. <laughs> and with that, have a great night, and we will see you next week. Stay classy, Ramford. <laughs>
Call the Rogers TV viewer response line, email us, or connect with us on social media. on a mission to talk about everything parents deal with on a daily basis. Okay, so what do you do when your child has a meltdown? It's Vanessa and Melissa. Local entrepreneurs share their stories of success and challenges in small business. Or even if I need more of a virtual kind of presence. The Small Business Show on Rogers TV. Ready, set! of When Calls the Heart? Why were we not notified? Or just want to see your favorites again? I'm Elizabeth Thatcher. Constable Jack Thorne. Super Channel now has every season from one to five. Here, here. Here, here. Available on Super Channel On Demand. Catch! When Calls the Heart. The entire series available now only on Super Channel.